Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first Casting the Spotlight podcast of 2020, decade and year. Isn't it crazy this is the first time we've been able to get back in here this year? Yeah, wow. yeah. There's a goddamn virus sickness going on, and uh, that kind of hit us and a few people hard, and we just decided we didn't want to take a little break anyway. Um, there was a few days there where I just like accepted my death, pretty much. It was, it was like, yep, it's, it's coming to an end. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year for us and, um, you know, get some more guests in here, get some more interesting people in here. The last person we had in here was Austin Weber, closed out the 2019 season, the first year of this podcast. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it's a big year of growth for us, though, over here, yeah. casting the spotlight. Because, yeah, this, this, yeah, I don't even know, you know, what's all in store for this podcast this year and this show, what we're going to do yeah. with it. Who knows what could be going, like, who we could have had in here by the end of this year. Definitely need to, uh, you know, start recording some visuals and put those up on, like, the page and everything else, and I think it'd be, um, I think it'd be a good time. Draw some more eyes if people see a visual, more pictures, more, uh, just content out there. So, we, uh, haven't done a solo episode since <coughs> episode 14, and we are now on episode 17. Yeah, it's... Once you start booking guests, you know, and trying to get people in here, it's hard to try to plan with their schedule and your schedule, you know. We're still trying to do solos because, you know, we still have our own things to say. Yeah, yeah. And having a guest in, you know, I love having guests in, but it is kind of more their time when you have a guest in because... Yeah. And it doesn't need to to learn more about them at that point. It doesn't need to become solely reliant on guests either, because I think we have plenty of talk about ourselves. You know, it's still our our podcast. Um, That being said, I mean every guest from from Sauce to Kyle to Joe to Weber, like every everybody's been great. Everybody's brought their own uh, stuff to the system. Like everybody's yeah, it's been wonderful. Every guest has really provided some different kind of content, and we've seen our numbers grow since like we've been on this break, like for the last few weeks and everything. Um, February, we definitely need to hit it hard and do some more. Uh, February's bring some, bring a some rough, in. tough month. I'm just gonna say, generally, one of my least favorite, if not my least favorite, yeah, month yeah, of the yeah. year, typically. That being typically said, speaking. That being said, it is fucking. Uh, they aren't. They January, February, aren't always the greatest. But you know, we got to make the most of them. It's just it's a part dull, of the year. Just a dull roll of a month, typically. Um, although in a week, it's going to be Super Bowl time. Yeah, the Super Bowl is one of the ups of February. I'll give it that. Uh, so who are you taking? Forty Niners, the Chiefs. We haven't even we so haven't even revisited the people in uh, any of the fucking games that have happened. Like the Titans going on their run, beating the Patriots, beating the the Ravens. I was honestly rooting for the Titans there at the end because like it was hard not to. Yeah. At the end of the run, it was like, how can I not root for these guys? Like they took out both the front runners in the AFC, like the beating the Patriots and the Ravens on the road back to back weeks. That's fucking impressive. 
So I was like, they're taking it. Yeah, I think everybody uh, thought that and didn't Hit go away. that way at all. Just upsets from the get-go. Patty Mahomes, man, he's hard to stop. If he's on, if Patrick Mahomes is on, you're not stopping him. What is it? The first? It's the first Super Bowl that has not had um, Breeze, Brady, or Roethlisberger in like 18 years or some crazy shit like that, isn't it? Besides maybe like 2013. Uh, and that's mainly Brady. Uh, because yeah. that motherfucker's been in like The Steelers were in it quite a few times too, though. Brady's been in like nine, though. He's like six and three. He knows, man. Where, where's he going to go? You think he's going to stay in the Patriots? If he plays still, dude, I, yeah. I see him staying on the Patriots. If he doesn't stay on the Patriots, maybe Chargers. Maybe Raiders. Yeah. But those are the only spots I could see him maybe land. Those are because those those cities need it because they're expanding to new cities and new stadiums. And they're now the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, this next season, they're going to be that, right? It's soon. I don't know if it's 2020 or if it's 2021 season that it's going to come into effect. They really, they've needed their own stadium for a, a fat fucking minute. I mean, yeah. Because the, sharing it with the Oakland A's, like with that fucking dirt on the field, it looks terrible, I think. The Chargers and the Rams are going to be sharing now. Like the Giants oh and the Jets. God. The Giants and the Jets share uh, well, Meadowlands. Once they build that yeah, big mega stadium in L.A., the Rams and the Chargers will share that. It's less of a big deal, though. I think it bothers me more because it, it's a baseball field and a football field that looks just, it's a cross and it looks kind of fucking weird. You know what I mean? If it's That's the same classic look. Field, if it's they the used same to have those in like the 60s and 70s and 80s. Yeah, the more, cookie but most of them, yeah. Most of them are done now. Like they don't um, have most of the like dirt on the football I don't fields. Mind the Coliseum, like the Oakland A's Coliseum. It's just, I just, it's just dumb whenever it's paired with the fucking uh, Raiders and everything. I think <coughs> the Coliseum's where Is that is that where the A's and the Raiders play? Yeah. I thought that might have been where the Rams and the Chargers play. <clears throat> Man. But yeah, like, I, I don't know. Super Bowl, I expect a good game. I hope. Fucking Mahomes has been on one. Mahomes has been on one since he came in the league two years ago. That guy's around. He's going to be, like, around to stay for a long time now, I think. This is just the beginning of the Patrick Mahomes era, you know? If, if anybody, He's probably going to dominate the 20s. If anybody replaces the fucking uh, Patriots dynasty, it's going to be the Chiefs. I don't know, man. We'll have to see how... If Lamar Jackson's one year was a fluke, or if he's going to be able to come out and rampage like he did again this year. I just think the Chiefs have, like, they have a lot of fucking weapons right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, but they're not going to keep that team forever. They're they already lost Kareem Hunt. And, yeah. We'll see. I mean, if they're successful this Super Bowl, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. I think Travis Kelsey will stick around because, I don't know, I just kind of feel like he likes that city, and him and Patrick Mahomes are, like, tight. Yeah. Like, they're, like, a good receiver-quarterback pair. Like, Travis Kelsey all the time is talking about how Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Like, it's good to have that relationship with your quarterback as a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, this is my boy. Like, he's the best in the league. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson were a fucking... Were a, were a, like, that was a good fucking pair for a long time. 
Yeah. If I'm, unless I'm wrong. Like, I don't think I don't think I am. No, yeah, they um, definitely were. They, now, the fucking Packers got slapped around after they were successful and, like, making the playoffs and had a good position, but I think it was Colin Coward because I like the Packers. I don't know Rodgers and the Packers, man, they've, they've been real close to the Super Bowl yeah. a lot in the 2010s, but they haven't been in since, like, 2010. I saw on uh, 2011. 2011. Uh, it, was, it was 2011's right the when they, the era. Right 2011 the is when they uh, when they won. Um, Green Bay won. Um, I think. Did they beat against Steelers? This is a question I think yeah. ESPN like raised though. Is like, do you think that the window for the Packers being this caliber team is is dwindling? Like, do you think it's on its way? It depends how much longer Rodgers lasts. Because honestly, Rodgers can make that team. He's like Russell yeah. Wilson. He ain't that old. He He's just... like Russell Wilson and Tom Brady. And the yeah. fact that they don't need a real stacked team around them, they make the team. Yeah. Like Wilson yeah. had a few years with the Seahawks too, and Rodgers is with the Packers, where they don't have a real star-studded team around them. Yeah. But they still are making shit happen, and they're still finding the playoffs. And you get guys, like you get big names out of that, because the quarterback will make the team yeah, around him. A good quarterback receivers. will make a team. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in a, you're in a really... Like, would Edelman, would Edelman be a top-tier receiver if Tom Brady wasn't his quarterback? I don't know. But he is. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting. Fucking, speaking of championships, though, uh, the Astros, or have they been officially stripped of their World Series? Or I don't know. If I don't they have, think that they've I been think stripped. A committee voted on that it should be removed. But the I Los don't. Angeles whatever was like, yeah, it belongs to us. They should come to us no. now because we played them. The Dodgers, no, the Dodgers don't want the fucking championship. I saw the, the team. It was yeah, the team. The might team not, but It was the Los it. Angeles City. The city will because they're going to be a bunch of try to take it. You guys didn't win, like you know, like no matter what, you can't just award a championship. Put a little asterisk by it, but they fucking won those years. I. You Who can did? say the Astros cheating. won. Yeah, but you just put a little yeah. asterisk. Oh, you mean you mean put that. a little okay. asterisk by their yeah. name, if anything. Um, but they that's were a problem. St- they still that's a problem with sports. Is like they're because of all these allegations and these and like the roids and like all that shit going on. Everybody, everything's gonna have an asterisk like by it. It's kind of crazy that Clemens and uh, fucking Bonds and McGuire and all those guys are like kept out of the Hall of Fame and everything because it's. At a time when, like, a lot of people were on steroids, you know what I mean? Like, pitchers were on steroids just like hitters were. Yeah, but this is, like, think about it. If you look at a bunch of other sports, it it doesn't affect any other sports as much as it affects baseball all the time with cheating. Hey, baseball, here's an idea. Make your game a little, like, harder to cheat, you know? It's way too easy to fucking cheat. In your game. I mean... You can't do shit. And technically taking steroids, is it cheating? Because you still have to be good enough to fucking hit a 98 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. And fucking 82 mile an hour curve and shit. You still have to be a talented (laughs) fucking player. Oh yeah, to get to that level you have to be. And to be a pitcher... Roger Clemens, don't even what? tell me Roger Clemens wasn't a talented pitcher, even though he was oh, on yeah. all those roids. That motherfucker was impressive. He was still striking out these dudes that were on roids. 
these fucking mega hitters. Sosa and fucking, you know, Maguire, Bonds. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. And Bonds has never came out and admitted it or anything like that. Oh, well, look at Bonds, um, dude. Look at Bonds when his career started. Yeah. Little he, bean rail. His, like, Look his, at Bonds at the end. The dude yeah. was wearing fucking knee braces, elbow braces, and he looked... He was like just a bionic formed almost yeah. big. It was like this dude's body was falling apart. Yeah. He I mean, there's no doubt he was a great player. Because you like you said, you know, you still have to be that good regardless. And I don't even know if it was ever proved as far as his case goes, but it was you know, he always gets highly fucking offended anytime I've seen him interviewed about it. About it being asked about the roids, you know. And I don't think there's ever been a real. I don't know, man. It's just like Bonds. You have any idea? You have any idea how hard it is to hit seventy-three home runs in one season, (laughs) dude? How ridiculous! The guy hit at least how many home runs did he hit? All in all, I have his. I have his uh, seven commemorative statue of seven hundred sixty-seven when he broke the record, but I don't know how many he finished with. Because I think Hank Aaron only had like uh, it was like seven fifty eight, because you know he passed Hank Aaron's. That's why he kept playing was to break that. Maybe record. it was seven fifty nine, but yeah, it was the home run record Barry Bonds statue. Yeah, I have, and that that's a limited time thing because they definitely quit selling those after the Royd scandal. But yeah, like like I said earlier, like he still had to be able to hit the damn ball. Whenever it was like, yeah, a fucking major league pitcher throwing it at him. There was so much controversy around Bonds's like tenure towards the end in the MLB because, um, like they wouldn't even put him on the games because of the hatred like for Bonds and people knew that, you know, oh this dude's going on, you know, something's going on with him. They wouldn't even put him on the game. They would replace him with a default character named Reggie Stalker. <laughs> Reggie Stock back in the fucking day, like you pull out like uh, MVP two thousand four or some shit. Like Pools is actually on the cover of that, I think. Um, and it, like that's the son of a bitch they put on there. It's like I don't know why. Like Bonds, I, I don't think he was on a game anytime after 03 and he played in the league till like oh seven, and just nobody wanted him. I guess in oh eight oh nine, and then he just it was didn't just, he was just a little sketchy, you know. At the end of his career, yeah, because yeah, he looked he he looked like he was falling apart. Yeah, like his body was just shutting down from the amount of shit. Sosa, man, he fucking turned himself white into a white guy. Yeah, that wasn't the steroid. <laughs> that was. I think. Have I, you looked into I that? I think I read in it was something yeah. that it was like a. Uh, he said in some interview. I don't know how true this is because the guy might just be a fucking loon now. But, like, he said that it was a cream that, like, uh, physicians and doctors would rub into his skin and, like, massage him with. Yeah. And it was, like, a muscle cream to, like, loosen his mu- joints and muscles and make him feel good. And he's like, and I like the cream, so I'm not going to stop doing it. But now the dude's, like, it was, it was like, lighting, like, lightening his skin, apparently. Uh-huh. And now the dude's, like, a sheet. Is that the same kind of thing that happened with Michael Jackson, or is like, I don't know what happened with Michael Jackson. I think it, he Michael had Jackson sort of was a lot of disorder. surgery. Like, yeah. yeah, he had he had skin a skin disorder, disorder and then he had surgery to try to like 
because it's cover him. it up and like, it was so correct like, stuff because yeah. he felt the color about himself. I think the color became too overwhelming and like like looking blotchy and you know, all kind of fucked up that like he needed to. He yeah, needed that's to a, that's a one, real skin disorder. You, you need that, to be that like happens. one consistent color. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, let's like face it. It's like you're gonna look a little weird. People are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Well, that's that's a real you gotta figure that's a out real what the fuck skin disorder. Is. I forget what that's called actually. Or oh. they they have the yeah like, they'll have blotchiness. It's definitely rare because I mean, just because stars it's happening to stars doesn't mean it doesn't happen to regular people. But like that's like that's not something that's very common. Like I can't even imagine it's cheap to correct it. It's called. Vitiligo. That's strange. A disease that causes the loss of skin color and blotches. Is that in or like vid- darker skin people? Vitiligo. I don't, or I don't is even that... know how you say this. Because like I T I L I G O. Pictures here. Is that only in darker skinned people, or does no, it happen to? F- no shit, it's turning. That's crazy, man. It's got to be extremely rare. Now I've, I think I I've seen it like I've been like I've been checked out at a store before, mm-hmm. and there was, I saw like the ladies' arms were like that. Like they weren't like scarred or anything like that. They were actually no. It was it was like it was blotchy. It was almost patterned like uh, like cow, like a cow would be patterned a little. You never know. You never know what the fuck is going on with people. (laughs) With people. Well, like no, like I mean that's something like that. Like I just that's a that's a strange thing. But I mean that's a thing. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'd feel for the people, dude. I wouldn't want to have that. No. You know? But, you know, it could be worse, I guess. Like, at least that's not, like, threatening to their life or hurting them or damaging them, like, killing them. Yeah. Your body's just, like, wanting to be some sort of different. Let's, let's, let's fucking change all this shit it's up just, here. Yeah, it's, like, not <clears throat> sure what it wants to do with that. That's kind of cool. You're a little different. You're part of a different breed. That's cool, bro. You could all get together. You could have your own conventions. Strange. You could be a new minority. <laughs> um, the Vitaligos can all hook up. Fucking news about Kobe, though, man. That was that was kind of surreal to hear. Yeah, that's just... It was kind of a weird day, starting off the day, like, kind of learning that information. I was, like, that's out of nowhere, with his daughter being on the same helicopter as him. Good lord. It's one of those situations where it's like, any time that it's a plane crash or a helicopter crash or a car crash, something like that, Mm -hmm. which just, like, so sudden and crazy and wow, because you, like, didn't, you know, they, they weren't sick, they weren't old. Just yeah. half. He hasn't been retired that long. He's only 41. Yeah, I remember when he retired. What I year was that? I remember the game he was retired. That 14, 16, 15, like I can't remember. It was, I, it it was, was late. It was not. It was not as late as 2018 or 19, like I know for sure. But it was like. Bryant it career was, stats. I don't know. 
It's a few years back. Guess I should know some of these things if I'm gonna we're gonna bring it up in our conversation on here. Yeah, but we gotta we gotta know if we're gonna talk about it. Get the facts lined up. His last season was the 2015-2016 season. Okay, so he was done in 2016. That makes sense. That would coincide. Like he start yeah. his first season was the year we were born. 96 yeah. 96 97. Hey, actually, you know what's crazy? Him and Derek Jeter, you know, in obviously shortstop on the New York Yankees like his entire career and fucking they were both like we didn't Kobe only play for the Lakers? Yeah. And Jeter only played for the Yankees and they both started, I believe. I'm not may not be 100% correct, but I do believe that Jeter started in 96. And that would, like would have paralleled their kind of like careers in some ways. And Jeter did retire, like retire in 2014. But if Kobe was just 2015, 16, Kobe that was, was young when he got oh, in the yeah. league, though. Oh well, yeah, but the, you know the I mean? career, you know, what I'm saying like what they fucking accomplished. Yeah, that, that, I mean that's what allowed Kobe to yeah. play a little later than um, Jeter, if anything. The fucking the whole thing is just bone chilling though, and like his last tweet was to LeBron. Like congratulating yeah, him. We were just, just talking happened. about this the other night, dude. He was at that game breaking his record. They had that picture of them, him shaking his hand, wasn't it? Wasn't that last night? Yeah. Or was it at a different time and somebody just tagged it as last night? We were just talking they had about pictures this. Of them him breaking the scoring record, though, man. Like that it shit just happened last night. That shit that happens is is surreal. Like Kobe was the man for a long time in the NBA. And he's I was still saying. the leader in points. In oh, he's like, still he still got some records. In a lot probably. of Lakers records. Oh, yeah. He's going to have those for a while. Him and Jack were, like, dominating the fuck out of people. Yeah. Um, It's just surreal because, you know, people would always compare Michael Jordan and, like, LeBron and, and Kobe and stuff. And fucking him, him dying, like, incidentally fucking made it to where his name was in the news, like, again. Just that's what flooded the whole news the whole day and it will for weeks probably to come you know yeah. I mean? just the passing and the tragedy especially it's like especially not because it wasn't like he just he just died oh it was you know whatever he passed away it was fucking a tragic like helicopter accident and he flew all the time like lebron was talking about that it's like that was something he always did like you know flew in his helicopter and stuff yeah and like so he you know he probably did it thousands of times then like Something goes wrong, That's and then today is what happened, man. You don't even... He probably wasn't even thinking that something could go no. wrong. Oh, no. Hopping into that helicopter, you know? No, and oh, it, as humans... team day. As humans do, we get used to, like, you know, patterns and behavior and shit, like, like, the same kind of thing happening, so we expect the same thing to happen. Like, as many times as people do say, it's like, hey, oh, it's life, and that stuff does happen. But, like, it does happen, but it's like, you still don't know when it might. Yeah, but that that is the crazy part about life is you yeah. never know. Like it, any time could be anybody's time. You don't. Really oh yeah. Know. You know, it's it's just like that's why life is such a just a crazy game, really. Like you 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 just you do what you want with your life because you yeah. really never know. It made me happy that like two people with it to some extent being the superstar you know they are they like have to have huge egos like LeBron and Kobe 
but they were they're both inspiration to a lot of people and stuff and and for them to have I think LeBron's a good dude though, them, too. Them, I and I'm not LeBron's even real good about dude. to compare them as like players or anything like that either, especially at this you know at this time and shit. But like them being like two of the best in their game at the same time for so long, like they were compared all you know that often. But it's mm-hmm. nice to see that they weren't. They didn't have some sort of a fucking weird, like, bitter rivalry about yeah. it. Like, they're really, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kobe, like Kobe congratulated LeBron where he broke his all-time scoring record. Like, what LeBron is LeBron always talks highly of him, yeah. too. And, and he did. He said he's one of the very best to ever play the game. Like, I listened to the uh, interview that he did earlier today, and um, it was pretty It was pretty upsetting. Like, Stephen A. Smith was upset. Like, it was it was fucking a lot of players in the league were crying before the games and stuff oh yeah it i don't know why it's i'm not even i don't pay as close of attention to basketball as i do uh you know especially now football and baseball i guess but like somebody especially to the level of kobe bryant he was a a superstar athlete a lot of people like that's he's the reason they got into basketball yeah you know and like him being that big of an inspiration to some people, the work ethic that he had, the, you know, the fucking, the, uh, the loyalty to his team, the fucking willingness to do anything to win a championship and, you know, be the best version of yourself for your team and, the, you know, the people around you. It's like, just everything that he fucking did, it's like, that's, that's who we're losing. Like, it's not just the player, it's like this guy that inspired fucking millions of people. You know what I mean? There's only a few, like, players in every sport Yeah. that are, like, embody and encompass the sport, and people think of them when they think of the sport. Yeah. Like, the superstar-level athletes. Like, there's only a few of them out there, you know? And Kobe was one of them. Uh That's what makes it so, like crazy is he wasn't just like he wasn't just the basketball player like he he became almost a household name like everybody knew everybody knows the name yo he is a household name Kobe Kobe and LeBron for sure and Michael Jordan like I mean I'm not saying even there's nobody else and I'm not and I'm not even saying there's nobody else in the discussion but like always like always those three are are like but they're, are the, they're the top tier players. You know what I mean? Like that's what they're I mean. the top like, tier players. Not that nobody else is included, but like they are at least in this generation. Because Michael Jordan, while he retired in you know 2003, he's still semi recently, and nobody will ever. He was Michael fucking Jordan. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's certain he people, was the first one that was like yeah. That there's certain people that are just especially because that's not even almost especially true. because it is like. Because the game is just getting more and more and more competitive too, and like different changing and more guys are. You know what I'm saying? So like it's yeah. been getting harder, and that's why because those three have all stuck out in a time where like there's a lot of fucking good players, you know, too, and they're they just ran the league. head and shoulders ran above the league everybody, man, for the like time. I uh, and you look at it like MJ bled a little bit with overlap into Kobe's tenure, yeah. and then Kobe's bled into like LeBron's for sure, and they were rivals, you know, for quite a long time. And then, mm-hmm. and then Kobe retired. Now LeBron still got probably a few more years left and everything. Uh, uh, but fucking, you know, it's just it's just disheartening and shit. LeBron's not a young man anymore either, though. No. He's not oh, going to last forever. He's still like the fact that he's remained this good for so long is fucking incredible, though. Yeah, like especially basketball athletes. 
they have to be you have to be incredible <clears throat> shape to go back and forth down the fucking and they have so many games dude yeah. their season's pretty long and 82 strenuous. games uh, not to mention playoffs yeah that takes a while too same as hockey like those like those leagues hockey, are fucking yeah dude hockey and fucking basketball playoffs yeah so long so long. It's insane, though, man. Just, like, here, especially, it's just, like, just losing a superstar like that to kids and people that fucking look up to him, it's just kind of like, fuck, like, it felt like a lot of people, like, lost a hero, you know what I mean? It's just like, Yeah, they definitely did. Damn. A lot of, it's, a lot of people definitely, basketball in general lost an inspiration. Oh, yeah. They, they canceled pretty much everything today whenever the news broke because they knew it would fuck a lot of people's mentality up, you know, going into the... It was dropped, like, this morning, like, noon, you know, around noon or something like that, 11, 11 12. What a crazy thing, too. How after That's just, yeah, the one of those things, man. One of those things. My heart goes out to their family, though, for, like, the loss of his daughter and, like, and Kobe himself, like, dying in that... And then... You know, along with the, everybody along, that's really suffering, you yeah, know? along with the other families that you know lost to like the other uh, individuals that were in the helicopter. Um, that's fucking. It's just insane. I don't know why that just. I guess you know, even because I'm not like, like I like basketball a whole hell of a lot, but like I don't follow it as often, and I haven't ever followed it as often as like football and baseball. But it's like. I don't know why when that happened, that news broke earlier. It like hit it hit me like hard. I was like, Jesus, like that's fucking crazy. And then hearing the news of his yeah. daughter, it was Jesus Christ. I know it's that shit was heavy, man. It's it's one of those. It's the so far, you know. It's it's the real big loss of twenty twenty. I know, and we're not that far into it, man. Yeah, and it's it's not the first one, you know. Neil Peart of Rush, the drummer, one of the most legendary yeah, classic yeah, rock drummers of all time. And, you know, I'm sure there's been many more. You know, it's just it's early on in the year, so it's just crazy to think. But we're gonna have we're decades gonna have, already taken some people from us for it, sure. It's crazy, and then you got somebody like Betty White that days ago fucking just turned ninety eight. Betty White, man, she knows. She knows what's up with life. I I could see her m- making, you know, 124, maybe. That sounds like a reasonable a reasonable amount of time for Betty White. 100 what? 124. I could actually see it. She, I think maybe, maybe we'll die first and she's going to inherit the earth. Yeah, she'll probably definitely live longer than I will. I, don't, I just could see it. I'm thinking for me, uh, 38. 38, that's, that's, uh, that's not good. 38 to 39 and three quarters. Somewhere in that range, maybe. If I live longer, I'll be happy, proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. It's a gift, though. Honestly, every day, every day it that is, we can, it's you hard know, that's, to. You never know, man. That's it's hard what, to like. That's not take it for granted sometimes, or we get caught up in our own bullshit, and and uh, you know, we often think we deserve this and that, and it's like it's very hard not to take it for granted, not to think. Like, it's I know that's why we gotta be strong. Not that's to why live we gotta be stronger. every day, like 
that's why living every day and like making every day count and being oh, in the yeah. moment is so important. It's just we get, and I'm not saying I blame everybody. It's just because I do it too. Everybody does it. Everybody does it, you know. But it's like you get into your little, you get into zones of of thinking about one issue or one thing, and you get into that. It's like consumes your life for like you know four days a week or whatever, or whatever it is, and you don't look at the big picture. You stop. You know, and and I think incidentally, as people, we also look for distractions. Like we don't we don't like to think that's what we're doing, but we we do kind of look at things that will distract us so that we can avoid the big thing we probably need to be concentrating on. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's what happens. It's it gets hard. It gets too much for, for a lot of people. That's definitely a lot of life. Is like if there's something that really is causing you stress or whatever. It's so hard not to just try to push that to the back of your mind, you know, and go, like, try to occupy yourself with other just little bullshit to just keep yourself, keep your keep your mind on something, keep yourself occupied, keep yourself smiling, keep yourself yeah. laughing, keep yourself watching shit, doing shit, going out, you know, don't think about all this other, don't think about the bills, don't think about the... The stress of, you know, like, oh, can I make this payment? Oh, this emotion. Oh, this this feeling. Oh, this, you know, just trying to focus on anything else. Yeah. <laughs> other than the path that, you, you, know, I need to, that uh, you know you have to deal with. Yeah. At it, some point, that's going to be hard. You always think you can push. You're like, God, I'll worry about this in a few days. Can I put off the hard stuff? The procrastination is real. That's life, and it's hard not to do that, man. Yeah, like we knew once we got this one underway too. Like this podcast, even we it was hard to do this. You know, we need to break back into it because things we things kept happening, and we kind of decided anyway. It'd be nice to take a little break, Um, but then the sickness happened and stuff, and we had to prolong everything yes. but we are back on board so we're good um but crazy start to the year for sure it has been a lot of shit it's almost been plague a plague a lot of came, everybody the plague dude yeah january's been a fucking rough one <laughs> i'll say that that is for sure i'm still trying to get fully over it but i'm i'm pretty much there I'm a lot better than I was you know so that's that's all that matters it's hard to have the motivation to want to plan a bunch of shit and see a lot of people whenever you're feeling whenever you're feeling kind of bad you know you get sick and shit like that yeah you just lose the motivation sometimes but that's that's life though too like you know we were saying earlier you just you get on those it's so hard once you get on little runs of, you know, spending time alone mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, if, if you if you get comfortable in your own little shell doing your own thing, like, you know what you're going to do. Like, oh, you know, I can go home. I can drink a beer and just yeah. watch, watch my show and relax. And I don't have to go out, you know, once I'm done with work. I can just chill. 
it's just like a comforting feeling but like it's important trying to get out there but when you break your like routine worth like work ethic you know whatever if it, you get a good thing going and you're just going and going and going like releasing these episodes and uh, working and shit like that it's you you settle down from it for a second and then it's hard to imagine getting back in the swing of things sometimes like once you break it you feel a little like discouraged sometimes even getting sick because you're like well it's already been a little bit of time and you don't really yeah. want to and you know you got to get yourself back in the swing of things like you know lately I've just been thinking I need to do uh, just after it was it was a it was a good excuse I mean, a good reason slash excuse, like, being a sick. It's just, like, you can't let it fucking run your shit for too long. So you're like, man, I need to get back out there and start, do, you know, progressing and doing shit and making moves up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So. <coughs> man. Have the good, the bad, the shit's coming later. Uh, do that on the second part before we put the ad up and everything. But... We could do that here in a few. The good, the bad, and the shits. Yeah, man, that's going to be... All the guests have we'll enjoyed the goes. good, the bad, and the shits. I'm happy about that. They like the segment. I know Weber yeah, was like... Guess, uh, it's like, I don't really like to judge to things. <laughs> but he liked to judge all our things. Yeah. yeah. They weren't, they weren't things but that it you would have to feel bad about yeah, being judgmental towards. Especially if they were like inanimate objects. Like they, I don't think they're going to feel bad. <laughs> I, don't think, objects I don't think or the Febreze thing is going to feel bad. Yeah. Human traits. Yeah. Uh, they can't really get it. Oh, and if we're not applying it to a person specifically, offended. then it's it shouldn't offend anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, if it's like... A big ass star. I don't really, you know, I don't think they're gonna really hear this anyways. So yeah, they're not gonna be offended anyways. It'd be a highlight for us though. <laughs> yeah, they'll give us a chance. Yeah. We'll be able to tag them in there, <laughs> so they can find it maybe then and sue us. If only. If only we got sued by a famous celebrity. I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't. Sued. I don't think we really have the money yet to support getting sued. The thing by is, anybody. people sue people they know that have money that they can get something out of. Too. Yeah, that's they might think we yeah. have money. They yeah. they never know. Like they, they they might think that we've been at this for a while and we got a big ass following and they'll be like, oh, I'm fucking coming at these guys and they'll find out we got nothing. Yeah, you want a fucking seven bucks, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Come take it. Bitch. <laughs> we earned that money. We have. We really we have. have. We fucking we have worked our ass off in the casting spotlight. Fought and clawed our way up there, actually, to get a tiny little following and getting some guests in here. So we appreciate the tiny little following. We appreciate every one of you. Probably need to extend some olive branches to see who else, uh, you know, look, look who's... Uh, ready to come on this podcast can they be got some names on the list any other branches or do they have to be out what can they be any other branches or do they have to be out Mm, I don't know I don't have an answer to that one damn but uh I think we're gonna bring some good people in here is what I'm gonna do yeah I'm gonna throw out a grapevine you can do your olive branch 
do you uh do you want to take the uh, break? Yeah, that sounds good. I throw think, the ad I up. Think that's about revisit time. here. Blow my nose, probably. Some Me of the sick, some of the sickness is still around, folks. So we're not perfect yet, but we're not all. We're getting there, there, but we're trying. So we're back in there. All right, we'll be back in a minute. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And honestly, let's jump right in to some good, the bad, and the shits. Why not? We haven't done one in 2020 yet. This is the first episode in 2020. I feel like I got some good ones. Yeah? I feel confident. Do you, uh... Do you want to start? Should I start? I uh, it doesn't really matter. It's just the two of us this week, huh, man? Um, it's been a minute. How about this one? I'll start this one. All Since right. it's coming up a week, maybe le- probably less than a week before all these people listen to this, um, Super Bowl, you always get your people that are like, I'm going to watch this shit for the commercials. Do you think that watching the Super Bowl for the commercials is overrated, underrated, or fair? Um, well, that's just because I'm a football fan. Like, I've grown up watching it and loving it since I was a little kid, you know? Yeah. Because my dad's always been that way, and me and him have just watched it since I was like... The game, though. Four or five, I've been watching football. So, yeah. like, I, I'd watch a bunch of games all season before the Super Bowl. I'm not just going to tune in for the Super Bowl either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let alone just the commercial. So that's not me. So to me, it's very overrated. When yeah. I see people doing it, I'm like... Pfft. But, like, I get it, I guess, because, like... What else are you going to do on that day? It's damn near a national holiday at this point. Like, yeah. everybody throws parties and stuff. Like, if you're not into football, you're not into the game, so many people are going to be getting down with it, so you might as well find some point of the evening that you're going to enjoy and just, like, find enjoyment out of it. I definitely think watching it for the commercials is overrated, but because people now, their expectations are so high for the commercials, they're always talking about, like, the heyday when they had great commercials. It's like, well, you guys have been bitching for years and years about the commercials every year, so I'm just tired of hearing that they're like, they're like, oh, they were even that good this year. It's like, I think they're usually pretty damn good, honestly, but this perception of just seeing them, like, for that, it's like, just shut the fuck up. It's like, go watch it. Like... You know, when we were fuck. kids, dude, and probably before then, Super Bowl commercials, hilarious. They I were, think they've they been were dumb good, now, dude. honestly, the last Recent years. years, garbage. They've seemed they, like... They were always garbage They've seemed then. like normal fucking commercials the recent years. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it was because I was a kid. The past they is always seem, horrified. They so did seem more like extravagant as a kid like they put a lot of shit into it but that's just because as a kid the Super Bowl was a huge deal to me because I kept up so strongly yeah. with football but people's expectations are so, like so high too and they're always trying to th- say this great time when they were so good it's like you guys have said this for 10 years that they're not good 15 it's like it's like shut the fuck up it's like they're pretty solid commercials they usually give us stuff we don't see any other times in the if year? If you're watching them for the commercials, yeah. I think you're going to be fucking let down. That's all I'm saying. Because the commercials yeah, well, really yeah. aren't all that impressive. It, I'm like, you're spending yeah. millions and millions and millions. You have a fucking marketing team that you're paying how much? You guys better fucking deliver. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're paying so much for your 30-second ad in the Super Bowl. Oh, you just wait. There's going to be some... That ad space is so expensive. There's going to be some election fucking 
goddamn commercials in this one. Yeah, Bloomberg will probably have space I think, because I think that Trump's guy's got so much one. money. I think Trump's releasing one. Yeah, probably because he's got a lot of money. Yeah. It'll be it'll be it'll be kind of funny, honestly. It'll be the because everybody you're right, everybody money. Everybody, no matter where like no matter where you're with, is gonna have something to say about whatever it airs to you. Like an election one. I mean, it is a big year. Like, we were going to get to this, too. It is a big year, though, because the fucking election, it's another leap year. It's the fucking Summer Olympics. It's like... I'm excited all the holidays, for those Olympics. All the holidays this year fall on, like, the weekends, and that's going to work out pretty fucking well for a lot of people. A lot of different days. Like, Halloween's on, like, a Saturday, um, I believe. Mardi Gras, 4th of July, dude. So much fun stuff again. I know. Um, anyway, though, it's just, uh, I don't know, the Super Bowl, I'm definitely looking forward to it, it's just, I think the people are just annoying with that shit, because it's like, why are your expectations so high for the fucking commercials, it's like, you're, you know, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed in the whole thing, it's like, why would you even go if you're gonna, you know Don't be like, don't expect a fucking movie. (laughs) <laughs> in your yeah. thirty second, that wasn't even that good. Like people always, it's always like, fucking complain about who sings the national anthem. Always complain about the halftime person. It's like shut the fuck up. It's gonna you be Demi Lovato this year, it. and Demi Lovato can do I no thought, wrong. Is she? Wait, is she doing the halftime? Is that what you're saying? I think she's doing the national anthem. Okay, okay. Um, the uh, I don't know. The fucking halftime show is. I, I like read who it was, and I forgot. Um, I don't know. The halftime shows haven't been bad. I mean, the past few years they've been okay. The Justin Timberlake one was solid. Like I, I pretty much stick by what I said uh, to you and Corey a while back when I was like, the halftime show was just like for washed up pop stars that were relevant like ten years ago. Yeah. Well, for some reason, they're like. Yeah, we're gonna put these people on the halftime show. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. It's ironic though because that's kind of strange. During to do that, but during some of the artists' heyday, it's probably hard to get them in there because they're so busy. But it's like it used to be a huge show to have. Yeah, I was gonna say performing is a big deal because it's Michael Jackson like, did it. There's so many people. Prince did it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It used to be a real big performance. I feel like lately they're just like, please. Please do it. Because, like, artists, it's not going to really... I don't think it's going to make you any more famous at that at that point. You're not going to gain any fans from a Super Bowl performance. So many people critique them. Yeah. Like, the first one that I really remember people, like, absolutely shitting on the performance, though, and then it happened, like, so many years after that, was the Black Eyed Peas year. Like, so many people were like, this is garbage. Huh. And then after that year, it seemed like people were like, this is garbage, this is garbage, for a few years. Chili Peppers killed it. That was, like, last year, right? Or a couple years it ago? It was a few ago. Um, they killed it. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl, though, honestly. it's It should be fun. I hope to see a good game. Chiefs and Who Niners. Who's halftime? What? Who's halftime show? I don't remember honestly you can look it up but I don't know I hope I hope it's a good game though like I want to see a good Super Bowl not a fucking annihilation either way yeah I think it'll be a decent game I really do I'm gonna go Chiefs 
Go yeah. Chiefs. The Chiefs, I think the Chiefs definitely stand a good chance. Like I said, yeah. Patrick they're, Mahomes and that team. Like, they're like, well, they're only like a two-point, like it's a really slim margin. It's predicted to be a really close fucking game. Yeah, I will give the Niners props, though, because they came from what they had, like, a significantly better record this year than last, didn't they? Dude, they were projected to go, like, 3-13 and 13 this year, 4-12 and 12 or something. It's crazy. Colin Coward, I was going to say earlier, didn't expect. He's like, this is the weirdest Packers team, like, to have gone 13-3 and three this the year. The Packers? Yeah. Like, you know, just because, like, the way they got there, it just didn't feel... Like, because they, they, they couldn't compete with, like, the big boys, but they were, like, smash, you know, but they had such a great record this year. Yeah, sure. like, smash you, they didn't, they weren't as talked about as the 49ers, the Ravens. Yeah. Like, there were a couple big teams that got a lot of focus this year. And they weren't one of them. The Patriots did again, well, like they always do. Yeah. And... The Cowboys, the Seahawks, even the Sea and the Seahawks too, got a lot of But the Cowboys were talked about quite a bit, a decent amount. The Vikings were they had okay pretty solid, though. so they were talked about some. Um, anyway, what's your the Saints uh, had a good chance this year too? Football. My first good, the bad, and the shits for you. Let's go with uh, trail off too long. Ooh, what do you think about like? Um, overselling in like professional wrestling, like whenever guys like really, really like over <laughs> fucking sell a move. Um, well, first we have to define the parameters for the for the answer here. Overselling being, well, I'm gonna like go through the what the definitions would be. Over, like overselling it being overrated would mean. How would you interpret that overrated? Is it like is. Uh, like, would it be... You're not... Would you overrate enjoy it? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it would be... Yeah, it would be not a good thing. Yeah. And underrated would be like, oh, no, that's fine. Over. I Because, okay, there's the thing about pro wrestling, like, selling is that you want to sell and make things look as good as you can for your opponent, opponent because, like, that's what you're both trying to do. You're both trying to make, you know, have the best match you can possibly have within the parameters of, like, the storyline. And give something, you know, that being said, like, you're trying to make each other look good and everything, but by the same token, you're going to make the other guy look ridiculous if you flop all around and make your moves look, you know, weird and shit. It's like, okay, it hurt you, but it's like, you're acting absurd. You know what I mean? Like that Hogan fucking Michaels match back in 05, whenever, you know, whenever Hogan and Michael, like, he would, he would sell... Uh, some of Hogan's moves and it would just flop like act ridiculous but he like did that because Hogan was being kind of an asshole yeah um, but see that's the thing though is it can be done decently yeah like I've seen Rock get hit with the stunner and like do like a flip and shit and get was, tangled up on the ropes and like some that's, of his that's work, pretty good like that looked pretty that, decent that was on the edge of the the best sell you could think of, like on the edge of it, almost being just way too ridiculous. It was very ridiculous, but it, it worked. Yeah, because it was the rock. The rock too. But the rock is just such a good athlete that, like, that's what I found in pro wrestling. Like with angle, guys that come from a really athletic background usually know how to make shit look good because they move good and they're athletes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's more fluent for them 
to, you know what I'm saying, to do shit. And The Rock was always a great athlete in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, that's why some of his shit He's a specimen, good. for sure. I know, yeah. He was bred of fucking, like, perfect genes to be, like, who and what he is. Um, condolences also go out to another fucking 2020 uh, casualty of the year, Rocky Johnson, The Rock's dad. Yeah, that I mean, real sad. I'll too. tell you this. He's has to be proud of... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the dude's like running the world in Hollywood and like is the biggest fucking blockbuster movie star right now. Everything he goes into, it seems like he really takes off the people. Like, yeah. He just is so charismatic and the people are just so into him that anywhere he goes, he just rockets to the top. He's gonna go down as one of the great influencers, like, of all time in this fucking era. Like, this whole, you know, this whole fucking time. Yeah, like he's already had so many big chapters of his life, and he's still working hard every fucking day. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, Um, but I do think yeah, I do think it's overrated. Like I, it's most people think it's ridiculous. So like some of the overselling is just the ridic, the really ridiculous stuff is too ridiculous for me not to say it's overrated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because some of it is is entertaining and good whenever it fits, but like it's uh, you know. You're trying to make you're trying to make shit look the best you paint, you know possibly. Like can. some of it's not that bad, but when it's bad, it's like real bad. Yeah. Um. So I would yeah I would say overrated. Yeah I yeah I get that too. Overselling yeah it can definitely definitely be over. It's gonna damage like both guys too a lot of the time. Yeah you know. But but I'm I mean like. Not necessarily always, because, like, the Goldberg Spear, you almost have to oversell that at times. Yeah. There's some moves that call for a little bit of oversell. The thing is, if it's that devastating, though, too, and took, like, certain moves that they take you out, it's like, you wouldn't be moving, you know what I'm saying? If it was that damaging, you'd be like, you'd just be fucked up and, like, passed out, you know, quote-unquote... But some guys do the body convulsion thing where they're like like flopping around yeah, on like the ground. Vince would shit. do that shit, but he wasn't really a wrestler. I mean, he was a he wrestled, but he wasn't really a wrestler. Wrestler. He, dude, Vince, his his game plan was always just getting his ass whipped yeah. and like bleeding his ass off. It was hilarious. Um, Vince was pretty hardcore, and so was Shane, dude. The McMahons were hardcore. The, Vince, the Mr. McMahon character is one of the greatest characters, though, of all time, because he was just so, uh, like, fucking absurd. He was just such just, a but prick. But he was entertaining. But such a prick. Him always. and Austin, like, that's what that's what really kick-started them winning the Monday Night War, because it was so different. Like, the boss, like, the owner of the entire operation, yeah. you know, going head-to-head, just beating the shit out of each other with Stone Cold. <clears throat> yeah, that was a great rivalry. Um, fuck. Jerry's, I believe, was your second one. Yeah. Well, this is switching <laughs> it up a little bit. Now, I don't even know if I'm going to set a premise for this. But, obviously this isn't us yet, but a lot of people are, are you know, somewhere on the spectrum here, like, on know. this fucking subject. Well, it's... It's we know a lot of people like that we graduated with, you know, or graduated after or whatever. Oh um, boy, people fucking getting married. I knew that's really young, like young marriage. 
And I, did, I knew this was gonna be a tough one, so I was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna see what you have to say here. Um, it's uh, I'm not counting anybody out or saying that anybody's wrong for doing what the like they want to do, because like even I've seen it happen, you know, in a lot of facets, even in my personal life and with a lot of my friends and stuff. Like, it's not something that I don't know if I personally, you know, see it, but that's just because I personally haven't really been there, you know? Yeah. And that point in the fact of, like, that series of the relationship where it's, like, I feel like that would ever be a thing that's a level that I ever feel like would be right. Yeah. At this point in my life, I've never had that feeling that some people have had, you know, with people that they've you know, grown a relationship with, like, I just haven't grown that relationship, so to me, it's just way too scary, and way too much of just, like, not where I'm at, and not what I feel at this point in time, like, I'm working on myself a lot, you know, doing this kind of stuff, like, doing my own thing, trying to figure my stuff out, there's, that just seems so far, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of aspects to it, too, because, because there's people that jump into it that aren't ready for it and they get divorced shortly after. There's people that get married young and start having kids that everything ends up fine for them and, you know, they're, they work yeah. hard and make plenty of money, whatever. The, the same, you know, ones that are... And then there's people that do realize, hey, I'm not in a place, like me and you, you know, and other people, like, in a place where, like, I'm ready to do all this, so I'm going to figure my own shit out first and wait a while because what's the rush? You have, you know what I'm saying? You have quite a few That's years where the divorces can... happen a lot. Is because, That's like, the thing. Like, if you, they marry early and then, like, you oh, know, yeah. five years down the if road, you're, still you're in your late kids. 20s and you're, like, with the person, you're like, man, I, neither you're feeling it that much anymore and uh-huh. now you're just stuck there and you're like, should the, we really even be doing this? The times have changed things. I don't think, like, necessarily the generations ruined it, but, like, technology and, like, a lot of stuff has changed, the world has changed, and people, people grew up, you know, not liking the way some of their parents, like, did things and whatnot, and they're not wanting to get married as early, there's still plenty of people getting married really early and having kids, like, we know a fuckload of people that already have, you know what I mean, so it's like, it's hard, it's a kind and of I'm hard not, thing I'm to not, judge. like, talking them down or saying that yeah, that's Yeah, that's, that's why it can't come out that way. You know way what either. I mean? Yeah. Like, it different strokes for different folks man yeah. like everybody has to live their own life and like some people that's the road that they took and that's yeah. like the thing that they saw fit for them and that they wanted to do and it, it happened for them I've know? seen people that seem genuinely like they want you know love each other and they intend on it forever and like have kids together and stuff like that but there's also people that probably just think that's what they need to do so they try and rush into the shit. I would you know never I mean? be rushing a relationship yeah. either. Oh, like, yeah. It's, you're setting yourself I up would, for shit. I would, yeah. I would never see me, like, rushing into a marriage. Like, I couldn't even see me dating a person for a couple of years and then thinking that marriage was, like, ready. That that seems absurd. Even a couple of years almost seems absurd to me. I think it's the tide is shifting because... People have grown to like start, you know, start ge- like generally getting married younger because like 50 years ago it was not uncommon for them to get married all the time at 17 and 18 and stuff. And people now are are waiting longer on average 
So it's weird. It's it's a hard. It's a kind of a hard answer because you're like, it's changed like a lot, and it has gotten like old. You know what I'm saying? To like people getting older and stuff before they do. It's real sad when you see the real old couples though, that are like, oh, we got married when we were 21 and 18 or whatever. Yeah, and then they're like. 92 and 89 or whatever you know however it adds up yeah and it's just like Jesus they've been together their entire lives like typically in those relationships when one of them dies the other one doesn't stick around much longer it just it seems like so many old folk like they they are each other's will they're each other's life force at that point you're like one you're bonded so close at that point there's just no set of rules for everybody too because like you, you never know how the fuck it's gonna go because some people like make it work for a long time but it, like they openly start dis- like dismissing each other they're just used to living together for so long mm-hmm. that they're like it's not quite what it used to be you know and like but they're so used to each other yeah. at that point that it's like they don't hide anything it's a commitment but it's not always 100% them like yeah it's kind of comforting in a way it's kind of funny because there's probably a lot of people out there that are like, yeah, these guys don't even know. They haven't had a serious fucking relationship yeah, exactly. with anybody. But it's like, yeah, you know. I'm, you know, working on myself and shit too. There's a lot of fucking... It is it is different for everybody though. That's why it's kind of a hard thing to judge. But I was like, I knew it would be it. I was like, that's what I'm throwing. I'm throwing this in there. See what the for fuck me, it just seems scary and absurd. But like, that's oh, just yeah. because that's not my fucking... It's not your bag. Out. Not now. I would not And say, I'm not saying I'm ever going to rule it out either. Like, I'm not the kind of person to say that marriage is, like, absolute, like, oh, you need to never get yeah. married. Stay away from but, that, blah, blah, Like, I'm not, yeah. like, it, like, it's not something that's super scary to me or, like, that I would run away from if I found the right person and it was, like, it seemed right. And the thing but, like, is, too, like, That doesn't seem like a now thing. Yeah. To, like... Or a super close in the future thing I I don't know it's hard to get down I wouldn't however say I, I know for sure it's weird because any even any of the three options like on how we judge stuff it does none of them really even seem right even to say that it's fair and like nothing should be different about it is a weird thing to say because it's like that's hard but then you say it's overrated and sounds like dickish because like not everybody's like that you know what I'm saying but also it's like you can't the underrated option for this topic is it's like you'd be saying, no, why the fuck not? You know, more people should be getting married young. It's like, no, they shouldn't. Not if they're not ready. Yeah. But it's not it's a hard one. It's rush into and yeah. regret later on down the road. And... Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to say yeah. anything because I don't want me to affect pers- your answer. Me personally, I'm going to say overrated. Because, you know, I think that. Because you've seen a lot, you've probably seen a lot of bad examples too. I've seen good though too. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. have seen like it turn out and it be a good thing, and I like it, it be the thing for people. But like me personally, I think it's overrated in society wise. Like, yeah, there are there are a lot of bad examples of marriage, and like I think a reason for bad examples of marriage is rushing into it. Oh yeah. And that happens a lot when you're young. Because you think you're ready, and you think it's love, and you think it's right. Oh, yeah. And then, boom. And then later on, you're like, oh, I've grown so much. 
we're not the same people. I've heard, I've heard like, uh, so a little. Oh, I'm gonna say overrated generally. I've heard that fucking. I believe uh, some people just don't know. And like, I don't know. I can't act like an expert on it too. But certain people think like over, like obsession and like possessiveness of like your person is like what love is. It's like that's not, you know. It's it's got to <laughs> be like loyalty. It's like I would think it's you know loyalty, trust, and selflessness is what I would you know are some of the things that I think make it up. Not like always fucking being in each other's shit constantly. Your lives are gonna be together. You know what I'm saying? But I can't. Yeah, not like hiding shit from each other, but not like having to breathe down each other's necks. Yeah, or like, or like, hey, I'm gonna go through all your stuff on your phone, like stuff like that. It's like that's a little. In marriage, dude. That's like, a sign of In marriage, right you there. guys pretty much are one at that point. You pretty much share fucking your passwords and your yeah. shit anyways. Oh, like, yeah. There's nothing really to hide. If you're married, you probably share a house payment and, and I all will, this other stuff together. I'll be one of the first to admit, fucking even on this podcast, like that a lot of my position on this stuff is like, observational not necessarily from my own experience you know what I mean but I have seen many many different kinds of examples so it's not like um, you know limited that's most of seen. this podcast because you know we're young oh yeah but I'm a very very good observer like I I pay attention in my life yeah at least I may be I may be around. pretty high in recent years but I'm I'm always looking and I'm always like I'm a people watcher, you know? I do think, like, the post that's went around that's saying... Like, I try to learn from others. ...that people are ready for weddings and not marriages. Like, I do agree with that. Like, there's They a just lot want of that, that big yeah. day and that feeling. Like, just the whole fucking... The, the romantic... The walk the down the aisle and the it. look... Yeah. ...that you get. And, and, uh, and, you know, that's not everybody. But it's like... Everybody there gathering there's to see you too. Yeah, there's certainly a degree of people that are in that fucking area. Yeah, that's not everybody, but there's definitely selfish people out there that just want it for that aspect. Yeah. What's really sad... I got a walk. What's really sad if it's... If that's a one-sided thing in a relationship, like yeah. one person's really in love and the other one just wanted the, you know, wanted the glory of the wedding and shit. Mm-hmm. Because that's just sad because that never works. That's never going to work. Usually just like put on a front to get to the wedding. It's and not good. after the wedding, it's not, good. it's not the same relationship. Some some countries even have, and I heard like Bill Burr talk, or not Bill Burr, Bill Maher, um, fucking talk about it. And he said that like some, some countries have like term limits for marriages. Like... It's like an agreement for X amount of years, and then you have to decide if you want to stay together after that. And it's like, it's like it sounds bad, but like Terminal. that would be That's like funny. a that would be a, yeah, it would be kind of a fucking uh, that way. It's not gonna you don't know, do all the nasty divorce papers and all that yeah. stuff. And it's like a formal agreement, which sounds kind of like goofy. We just gotta get to our turn. Yeah, it sounds kind of goofy, but it's like two more years. It's weird. We can do it this. Makes sense and also is a counteractive like. I don't know, man. There, it's you never know what the fuck's gonna happen. You never know who's gonna wake up with, with like, fucking differing feelings than like they went to bed with. You know what I mean? You never you know, never what the know what's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to your life, dude. People are 
people are such strange creatures. Like, we are all oh, people. Yeah. We are all people, and we don't understand people. None of us understand each other. The amount of shit we know. We are all so different that nobody understands each other fully. Everybody does things yeah. that nobody gets. Like, we all do things that everybody's like, that's fucking weird why they do that. The, it's the just our of, things. The amount of shit, like, that we know is nothing compared to the amount of shit that we don't even know we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, answers to that's a that's a crazy way to put it. We you, don't people know. People are probably yeah, lost when I say that. We don't know. But there's so many things that we think we know that aren't shit compared to what we don't even realize we don't know. We don't know the 99.789% you know? of things to know. Um... You know what's crazy is that they, like, at one point, like, in the early 1900s, too, speaking of not knowing anything, they closed down the, like, patent place, the place that you, like, have to get a patent, you know, for your companies and stuff, because they literally, like, were like, yeah, we're closing this down because uh, I think everything that is going to get made has already been made. Oh yeah, I remember like, you I, telling me about that. I, I remember think, talking about that. I think all the stuff's been invented already. So sure as hell were they fucking down. Wrong. Yeah. A lot of you in, a lot that? of inventions. That was like a hundred years ago they did that. A lot of inventions that people say though, like factually, are not even inventions, they're like improvements upon stuff. Like things just they really like you break it down to really what it is and it's just kind of evolved into the you know the fucking uh, cassettes evolved into CDs and so forth, like that kind of thing. Everything, which are only an improvement. Everything involved, but but like, I mean, but everything is an invention, but it's not at the same time because a lot of things are just improvements, which is weird. They're, yeah, but there's still um, mass inventions all the time. There's shit getting invented yeah. all the time. But they, but they are like they're branches off of stuff that we. A have lot of stuff is branches because a lot of it's not like straight yeah. up creations. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like people have lived for so long and like now especially like in recent decades there's been just so many things created that it's like so many ideas have been thought of but there's so many ideas we still have untapped isn't that crazy yeah. to think about we should probably go to get to yours though just so we're not my second good the bad and the shit yeah, we are gonna have an hour good the bad and the shit it's just the two of us yeah, this right. yeah. Um, may or may not have a guess for the next one we'll, we'll see how this goes yeah we probably probably we have a few we, people we probably we should get try to. to squeeze some people in yeah, if yeah, we yeah. can because you know we got make that casting spotlight fucking 2020 season outline man of who we want in the building start marking the calendar on the days oh yeah yeah we should get a calendar and do that anyway important all right second one here kind of switching up gears on you uh bigly what are your feelings about Strawberry jelly. <laughs> there's grape jelly. There's raspberry jam. There's strawberry jam, actually, but there's strawberry jelly. Strawberry jelly. Oh, I've always eaten more... Uh, Do you like jelly or jam? Well, I've always eaten more jelly than jam, because that's what my mom always bought, like, when she'd, like, pack my lunches and shit like that back in the day. In school, mm-hmm. um... And I'd always, I like not always, but I would have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a lot. But it was mostly grape jelly. Um, but I've had a hell of a lot of strawberry too. Fucking, the question is, just the strawberry jelly, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Um, dude, I'm telling you though, Jam, in my opinion, Jam kicks a lot of ass. Now that I'm older, I love Jam. It's I'm gonna so say sweet. got the seeds. I'm gonna say fair for strawberry jelly. Yeah, you and I would probably of, say the you same. More of a fan of great. I don't know. Uh, probably because I like. I've always liked strawberry being like I like like grape being the main one and strawberry being the one that I like go to once in a while and keep it kind of there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like is like oh fuck this time it's goddamn strawberry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that kind of shit. Kind of a treat. Still. So, because it's not like I'm feeling like, oh fuck, grape is way the fuck better than strawberry kind of thing. But I like, I will eat grape more just because I have like all this time, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I've just, it's strawberry. You, you you know, once in a while you just go to that instead. I like use like whenever I get biscuits or whatever the fuck at like uh, Bob Evans and shit, and we use jelly or whatever. You know, those little packets, those little bullshit things. Yeah, fucking scoop it out and. Two chunks Which, of it with a hey, knife. Switch that shit up. It's fucking twenty twenty. Um, Those things are tiny little plastic bastards. We can do better. Just because of uh, just because like they're, I don't know. They're fucking. Uh, there's several different ones. I just, I don't always have all those kinds like at home or wherever the fuck or aren't willing to buy a big ass jar of it. So I'm like, fuck. I'm just gonna use this on one, another kind, of another, and I like want a variety. What the fuck I'm eating? You know what I mean? Yeah. Of what kind of jelly or jam or whatever the hell it is. Jam is, like, probably sweeter, though. But it also has, like, the fruit and the seeds in it and shit. I guess that's the difference. Yeah. But it's yeah. sweeter, too, dude. On crustables now, if we're talking on crustables, dude, I pack one of those on, like, my day shifts at work. Every time I have a day shift, pretty much, dude. I love on crustables. Those are my shit. The grape and the strawberry jam. Either way, let that shit, like, you you freeze them, pull them out, like, put them in the fridge or a cooler if you can, let them thaw for, you know, an hour, two hours, however long, then you pull it out, and it's like, it's still cool and nice, and it's like just a portable little freaking peanut butter and jelly. Those fucking Damn simple good. ones? The Uncrustables, the yeah, like, yeah, little yeah. smuckers. Yeah, that's. Crustables. It took Damn. me a second too, to, uh, like, so good. Because those, I always got those packed love, too for a while. Like, I was eating peanut butter. And I've got stuff. them since I was a little kid. Those are solid. Yeah. And then they started making the jars. They sponsor us. Fuck. Then they started making the jars that were like peanut butter and jelly in the jar in the same jar. I don't really like to use that. I don't know why. It's like That's, they're gonna be mixed. It's sloppy. They're gonna be mixed anyway, but I feel like it could get a little nasty in there. Yeah, it's, an, it's not. Switch. It's gonna be too much. Well, of and one. what do you do? Did you keep that warm or do you keep it cold? Because it's, it's jelly like in too there. Too much of peanut butter too. Because yeah, it, it's only yeah. jelly in the middle yeah. stripe. Like I want a little more jelly in that. That's I don't know. I would rather just have them separate. I'm gonna run out of jelly a lot quicker than the peanut butter because they put way more peanut butter in there. Yeah. Just keep it individual. You guys are trying to. Do some wild shit, but it's just messy. It's just messy. I don't think I've ever bought that before in my life. The, no. the mixed jar of it? Yeah, no. On crustables, on the other hand, I buy on the ray. It's weird. We prefer things <laughs> a certain way like that, but it's the same. It's it's not the same though. You can't fucking you know gonna get a jar of peanut butter. It's nice to have a jar of peanut butter anyway, and then the jelly and squirt it on, spread it, 
Yeah, that's this fucking squirting it. You gotta spread it on there. <laughs> you gotta the put jelly? the peanut butter on. It um, depends on the jelly you get. But I would say fair for sure. Because fair, they're both they're both solid. These days though, and like I try and take care of my teeth, you know, and everything, uh, should do a better job. But like they're they are more. I feel like they're more sensitive sometimes too to sweeter stuff. You know what I mean? Probably one of yeah. the reasons I don't eat as much candy as you used to. You Man, know? I have a sweet tooth out this fucking world. And my teeth aren't good, dude. I have Jelly doesn't always I have like what my they teeth. call soft enamel. Yeah. Like, my shit, I grind my teeth when I, like, don't know it. I grind it in my sleep and stuff, you know? Anxiety yeah. fucks me over, and I have, like, indentions. And, yeah. My teeth just aren't good teeth. They chip easy. <laughs> But I still eat a whole bunch of sweet stuff all the time. Dude, like, I mainly just do whenever it's uh, Halloween season. Like, ma- like that much it. of it. Once in a while, I'll pick up some, like, Sour Patch Kids or some bullshit. I turned into a five-year-old, like, around candy and sweets. My pastries. My favorite My favorite few I'll get at some different points in the year, but I, I really don't eat that much candy. Like I'm, I'm more of a sucker for like the little Debbies and shit like that. Like we yeah, talked about Hostess and too. Little Debbie, um, which they both have just great shit. Yeah, I eat all that. Little stuff. Debbie packing heat. <laughs> I need to, like, she does pack heat. Change up my stuff. Um, change up some of the some of the stuff I eat for sure. I try to mix in healthy stuff a lot more now that that I'm older. Oh yeah, I didn't set a New Year's like like fucking resolution for any of that stuff but I do intend on improving my diet and uh, just building upon the health of my well-being yeah. would be a start so we'll, we'll kind of so we'll go in a certain direction but I didn't make myself any promises of what the fuck was going to happen immediately because I didn't want to yeah I can't do that to I'm myself gonna, I'm going to do it I, I got to be I got to work harder and stuff this year with, with certain can't things can't try to set myself up for potential like just let down and failure right off of the beginning of the year yeah yeah you know? Um, should I go mine? Go for it. All right. What do we got here? Mine. The two fictional characters of Jay and Silent Bob. (laughs) Well, I mean... Personally, we met him. personally, you know how I think about them. Yeah. Like, on they're, my They're level, still undiscovered for a lot of people. Like, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shit. Yeah. For as long as they've been around. But that's what kind of is real cool about them is they have their audience, and I don't think they're trying to get real big. At this point, they have their, their crew and their people, and they know who that is, and they're just kind of, they ride out with their fan base. A lot of people know who Jay and like just hearing that phrase of, of names together, you know, they know Jay who and Jay Silent and Silent Bob, Bob are. Oh yeah. Know? They know the names, they know the faces, like if they see the characters and something yeah. they'd recognize it, but like Yeah, they they've definitely got their names out there for just being two guys that made their own movie. Yeah. Well like I mean I mean, because you could, like, those are the real guys, but, like, even just the fictional characters of them is, like, basically what I, I mean, because we met Kevin Smith and Jason Hughes, you know what I'm saying, but, like, obviously their characters are, like, more absurd. And, yeah, know, they're and, way like, more outlandish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly Jay's loud as shit. Oh, yeah. 
Silent Bob doesn't talk much, but when he does, it's mainly knowledge. He drops some knowledge. And he goes about his day. He doesn't talk just to talk like Jay. Jay just likes to hear himself talk, mainly. Yeah. People like that, man. Assholes. <laughs> just kidding. A lot of people would say that I fucking do that. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, you have some of those traits. You're not as much of an, like, outlandish asshole as Jay, though. Yeah. Um... Not as much. I heard that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got a you got an asshole streak in there. You know, we you all have we to, all though. do. We all, you gotta have we one. Do. That I mean, you don't take shit. Um, but it yeah, lies no, like, within all humans. I think that fucking like years ago, whenever I showed you those movies, like I, I just felt I was like, you'll you'll probably appreciate these, like just because you enjoyed some of that extra. It's kind of funny because. They're, they're like pretty well known like you said they have their audience for being only as well known as they are by for their kind of who group. they are but it's it's weird because it is a large cult following like that all the movies have gotten you know what I mean yeah, that's the thing though is they're one of, they have like they're one of the biggest cult things now. oh yeah is that kind of that kind of universe and Jay and Silent Bob and stuff we're getting uh they drop cameos at, like yeah in other shit and other universes We'll uh we'll get a Mulrats two and a fucking Clerks three now as he said so yeah whenever those come out that's gonna be fun. I, th- I doubt it sounded any like Clerks three was gonna be first didn't it or was it Mulrats two was first I w- I hope the Clerks three wraps it up if that's gonna wrap up that like those set of movies yeah that makes sense yeah it, it would make more It'd sense but it sounded like next. Clerks three wasn't that yeah it kind of sounded like that but I wasn't sure. The way that he talked almost made it seem yeah. like it was going to be Clerks Three. Next, he's not going to get. He's not going to get right to work anyway. Like I guarantee, neither one will be released in twenty twenty. Are either of them even under production yet? Anyway, I don't think so. He just has him like kind of the story wrote out for what he wants, storyboarded a little bit. She and Silent Bob. In my opinion, they're a little underrated for good reason. They're not too mainstream. Yeah. They have a very big cult following. They're Jay and Silent Bob. Like, they... they They're originals. They accomplished. Yeah. Like, if... If I was either one of them, I'd be proud as fuck of yeah. those characters. Yeah. You know? I think that, like, what they accomplished... Like, not being too mainstream is definitely good for them because they're a little outrageous and outlandish and it allows them, char- like, their characters to do what they do. Yeah. Isn't it funny but though, a little that, underrated that they weren't like ever trying to be that. Kevin Smith's always been like an independent filmmaker, but yet they've had people before their primes like that were massive stars and shit like that, like Affleck, like uh, you know fucking um, trying to think, yeah, like Will Ferrell and Chris Rock and people like so that. So many people. And Dogma, James Bond, yeah. yeah. Um, he wanted. Matt I think he Damon. wanted. I think he wanted Chris Rock in. I think it was Chris Rock in uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, but his schedule wouldn't allow it and shit. Um, Dude, the people that dropped in for Matt cameos, Damon, yeah, Matt Damon, George Carlin dropped in for a cameo. Like so many people just want to like work with him just because. Yeah, because like that's what I always think. So I'm like, they can't be getting paid that much, you know? Like some, he he just got got to be such a nice person. He's got a lot of well-established connections. Like, a lot of people He know seems like shit. he's still, like, he's kind of in the Hollywood scene, 
but he's not too much in the Hollywood yeah. scene. Yeah. And he's still like a real person. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I think so too. And that's just like a real nice, friendly guy. Yeah. Like, and that's one reason we fucking, I feel like I relate to him a lot. You know what I mean? I get, like, he, he does seem more humanistic than a lot of these big time. Like, I'm not saying they're bad people, but like a lot of these big time. You know, celebrities and people like. Do you think of once you hit a certain level of fame? Once you hit a certain level of fame, you just you don't get normal people anymore because mm-hmm. you don't live that life. Like you're not around that. Like you don't yeah. you don't go out and actually see the public a lot. You know, you live your own world in your own nutshell. People like Leonardo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson, and people like that. They don't seem. They, they don't seem otherworldly in a way. They kind of are because they're so. They have their space and their fucking demands. They for live money and their shit. life and their yeah. mansion, and they come out when they want. Yeah, and you know? they don't have to, you know, like Tom Cruise and like just all those people. Um, a lot of the movie stars, men and women. There's there's a bunch of them at this point that are like, yeah, like once you just hit that certain level of fame, it's like you don't have to be human anymore if you don't want. Get you can literally thing. just sit up in your big ass house and tell every else to do everything for you and just come out when you want to work. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes just seem like uh, very, you know, they're, they're highlighted versions of themselves as Jay and Silent Bob, like in, in another way. I mean, obviously, it's kind of funny though because Jay talks probably less in real life and Kevin talks more and it's, you know, the opposite. Kevin talks a whole lot. Kevin, life, oh, he, yeah. he loves fucking conversation. But it's like he's one of the nicest guys like you hear from out, you know. It's like but they're they're both inspiration, like for you know, what Jay went through with drugs and now being sober for like eleven straight years and shit. Kevin's starting out as an independent like a little daughter and stuff now. And him making the movie that he wanted to make and it made him into a famous fucking you know, it made him into a millionaire and shit. It's like he's still doing what he's doing and still doing yeah. the movies he wants to do in his universe like that universe that he made his yeah. first movie from is still alive yeah it fucking it's it's pretty inspiring just I mean completely different wise like him and Jay that they just so happen to be on like the ride together like the whole time you know um but they've both inspired like a lot of fucking people you know what yeah. I mean um and I think that's really cool is because of how relatable they are. So, like, you, you, it's not that hard to imagine that. Like, just, you know, making a movie's got to be really fucking challenging and difficult. And then getting the distri- like the distribution for the movie has got to be, you know, extremely hard to get it pushed through and fucking, especially releasing the theaters, you know? Yeah, to be able to see it on the big screen. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, if, like if, if you're going to make a movie at that point, if you're gonna make a movie and you actually get the chance to see it on the big screen, like, and it has a premiere night or whatever, and it, you know, it actually gets released and it gets made, regardless of if every critic in the world says this was a pile of dog shit, you still have something to be proud of because you're like, I made this, like, yeah. I actually made a movie, like, it's yeah. fucking out there. <laughs> Like, even if everybody shit on it and it was the worst pile of shit ever, you actually made a movie. And that's an accomplishment in itself. And getting into theaters and, you know, it, it making money or, like, just turning a profit or, you know, even making its money back or whatever. 
It's like Crazy. once you become this giant director, though, and you work with these mega studios, mm. then once you release a pile of shit, then it seems real bad because you're like, that, dude, this is your fucking, this is your entire life, and this is a pile of shit. That's why, like, he didn't ever want to make like huge budget movies because he didn't want it being out of his hands. He wanted to make the movie you wanted to make. You know what yeah. I'm saying? With and then he once it becomes a giant studio and the studio heads get their hands on it, that's yeah. why. A lot of comedians now do like podcasting because they don't have to work with studio heads and studios anymore, telling them what comedy to say and what to do. Like, yeah, it allows them to do their own thing and be their own person again. You know, yeah, we're coming to an era where stars aren't gonna have to be so, so in the Hollywood thing if they don't want to be, uh, and it's good. So you go with uh, underrated. Un, like in the whole spectrum of things underrated I would say generally but kind of for good reason like I said yeah yeah like it's not a shame that they're underrated yeah it's not because, a bad thing yeah and they're there's something the fucking mainstream media hasn't ruined you know yeah which is the good thing there's still Jay and Silent Bob the same Jay and Silent Bob yeah What's, uh, you get up the last one here. Alrighty, the last one. This is kind of a little complex one, but it, you know, makes sense. What do you think about, like, trying to talk deals with, like, businessmen or women? Like, for anything. Like, cars, apartments, any kind of thing that you have to buy. Guns. Anything that you are, like, going to make a purchase on. What do you think about talking, like, deals with business people? Like, negotiations, any of that kind of shit. Yeah. Um. Huh. Because, like, there's some that you, that are, like, on your side, and they're like, yeah, yeah we're going yeah, yeah. to try to find you a deal here and get you something good, and you're like, alright, and you're like gonna try to work with them then, you're cool with them, and then there's some, some kind of business, where they're like, supposed to not try to budge, and you're supposed to try to be like, try to somehow swindle them and talk them down, if you can. I, there's certain stuff with like, with negotiating and, and trying to make a deal with somebody that There's a lot of kind of is, business out there. Is like, that I don't even want to fuck with because I don't I'm not as interested as that you know what I mean like sometimes I, I don't want to fucking deal with it you know what I mean yeah just have like to, I just to want to get what I want to get I'm not, yeah I'm not going to get suckered into doing something I don't want to do um but no do not try to stop me in the middle of Walmart to buy cable dude I'm here to buy yeah that, those guys are dude. I'll be like I don't want that shit how much um, are you paying for cable I'm not I don't want to be paying for it see ya I mean, some some of it is a degree of like responsibility, like you know, being an adult and trying to fucking trying to negotiate and get sort of some of the best deals. Some people are just so obsessed with it, they're like trying to get, you know, trying to get money off everything or get free shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, dude, there is a side of business, like some of the sides of business, where it is like the business person and the person that buying the product like really just like trying to talk each other 
into whatever. Yeah. There's a really greasy, fucked up, like, gross part of business that I really, like, I'm not good at and I don't like. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, like the pressuresome negotiation. Like, yeah. Really yeah. trying to get you to buy or whatever. Or really, and, or like, you have to really try to push to try to get them to talk down and shit. Like, I don't I, like that kind I of understand. stuff. So I understand. I like when they work with you and you're able to yeah. talk deals. But I, so I understand it a lot of, like, a degree of it. And I, uh, and I think some of it's a bit fucking ridiculous and overrated, but I don't know. Because of, because of that, they, some of them sort of neutralize each other. I might have to say fair for that one, too. Some of the, because uh, some of it I 100% understand why. And that's part of the deal and part of the job, you know what I mean? But Like Wolf of Wall Street, for like them on the other end. time yeah. stocks and shit. Like, no, I don't want to be having those phone conversations with those kind of business people. Yeah. You know, cuz that just that's like a real real pressure. Those kind of buy. people are in big businesses like that are fucking being sold to. Those uh right. what are those fucking things called timeshares? Like, oh, you you can have this ski lodge out in the Alps for 3 weekends out of the year or whatever for however much money and like that shit's a real pressure buy too because they're like we'll send you out on this free vacation yeah and then you go out on this free vacation and then the whole vacation is these business people just trying to talk you into buying this damn ski lodge for three weekends of the year for however many thousands of dollars and it's like a real pressure situation that's why you're yeah. not like Some of it's going on that vacation is like not a good idea because if you go on that vacation, you can pretty much expect you're buying some damn timeshare shit. Yeah. So don't go on it, you know, if you just want a free trip. Because then they feel like you're playing them at that point. They don't want to be played. They're going to try everything to get you to buy a lot of them are. Um, But yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to say fair. I'm going to say fair, I think, for that one as well. Fair? Yeah. I think so. Fair on talking business. I, I and it pains me to say that because some of the ones that are so ridiculous, I'd want to go off on, and I do want to go off on. But I, but there's so much of it I get too because I have like a business mind in the sense that I know how I would sort of try and sell people and try and you know somewhat manipulate it to make a buck. You know what I mean? And yeah. things you have to do for work, so I get it too. That's why. That's why, because as, as unfair as some of it actually is, like the the positives and negatives kind of neutralized some of themselves for me. So that's you know why I would have to I say would fair. hate being that guy that sits in front of a damn call log of numbers all day, and then just like calls them, and the person answers. If they answer, if they don't reject you. If they answer, being like, who the fuck is this? And then you're like, oh, hey, we're trying to sell magazines or whatever the fuck. Can you imagine being that guy? That job is terrible, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, nobody is going to want to do that, especially nowadays. Like, I cannot imagine that a business like that nowadays is doing too well. Yeah. Doing that kind of thing, like that over-the-phone kind of buy-in anymore. I bet you that's kind of going out of business. 
don't know. Like calling people making call- on yeah. their cell phones and their home phones and just be like, yeah. Oh. Call will always be a way to sort of negotiate and you sell though buy because a cruise? there's certain <laughs> there's certain words that aren't gonna sound as good whenever you fucking text and shit like that and message that you know, one you like certain things you gotta do over the phone where it's like and then you answer and it was like mm, you want a free cruise or <laughs> whatever and it was like some fucking scam bullshit that was going around for years I hated that and it was always silence until yeah. you said hello <laughs> and then it would um and as soon as you hear that fucking blow horn, you're like, oh, fuck, guys, you dumbass free crews. <laughs> Are you uh, about ready to wrap up here? Yeah, we went a little longer sleep. than I thought. I want to try and get some sleep. <laughs> as much as you can, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, anyway. It's too late. Well, this is pretty much a wrap on, uh, well, the first casting the spotlight of 2020. Yeah, episode Number 17, baby. So it's a good time. I think. I'm glad we did it. We definitely need to revisit pretty soon here. Keep up this momentum and get things going again and start the year off the right way. Get some guests in here and go from there. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what what happens, you know, in this coming year. Oh, yeah. It should be, should for be this, fun. For this podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well. All right. Everybody, uh, take care. Stay, stay lovely. And have a good week, and we will see you next time. Go.